Welcome to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. I'm Sarah. I'm so happy you're here, you guys. So my desire with this podcast is simple. It is just to ignite something in you so you feel a little more free to connect with yourself, with others, and with your life. Today, we're talking about creating balance. Oh, balance, right? It's like this elusive thing that we all seek in our lives. Like, how much do we hear about this, right? Things we owe, like a work-life balance, which is funny because isn't work part of your life, okay? Um, the balance between independence and relationships, the balance between caring for yourself and caring for others, the balance between being open-minded and still standing up for your beliefs. There is balance you need all over the place. It is just part of life, okay? And we're always asking people, like, how do you find that balance? We're always wanting to know the secret because it's something that we all seek, that we all desire. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it today. First of all, I just, I'm, words are really important, okay? And when you talk about finding balance, that's not my favorite way of putting it, okay? Finding, um, it's, to me, when we talk about it in that way, it's that um, something we just kind of stumble across on our journey like a lucky penny okay (laughs) which leaves it all up to chance and it makes it seem impossible like how are you guaranteed to actually have balance in your life and I think we word it that way because it seems like something that's hard to achieve right and out of our control so uh, I just want to challenge that way of putting it I would actually prefer to say that balance is something that we create. We create the balance in our life. Okay, it is something that we do. It is something that we have a choice in. It's not something we stumble upon. So to teach this, you guys, I will refer to body awareness movement things a lot because, you know, it's kind of what I do. I'm a, I don't know if you're new to me. I teach yoga. I'm a movement therapist and movement analyst. I talk a lot about that, but I like it because it is such a concrete way to use analogies from movement because it's familiar and we can get it. It's like you can take an abstract principle and actually experience it. And it just was like, click. Ah, it makes sense, right? Okay. So balance, you know, what happens if you're around a place where you can do this? Try this, you know, stand up, balance on one foot. Okay, if you know any yoga poses, you can do yoga pose, like tree pose or something. But honestly, you just need to balance on one foot in order to really experience this. So as you're standing, you're going to notice that balance is not stagnant. I feel like when we talk about balance in our lives, we imagine that it's just like, being able to find that fulcrum point between two things that are seem polar opposites right being able to find the fulcrum point and just live there and that it's very stagnant it's like a stable place that we never move from but notice as you're balancing are you still there (laughs) balancing you might have fallen out that's okay or maybe you're not able to stand on one foot right now but you'll notice that balance is not stagnant it is a constant 
rearranging. It's a constant returning to center. So we create balance by knowing what center is and just returning to it over and over and over again. So you can ask yourself, what is central to me? What are my core values? Do I view what I feel torn between as an either or situation? Okay, for example, for me, things that I've experienced this in. Okay, for a long time, many years of motherhood, especially at the beginning, I kind of viewed it as like, I can either take care of myself and be true to me, or I can take care of my children. And it didn't feel like there was any middle ground. So when I felt like it was very polar opposite, I felt like I was jumping from one to the other. I didn't feel like there was any way of honoring both. Okay, it is hard to balance when you view things as completely opposite and as an either or. It's like jumping from one side of the seesaw to the other, just on the ends, right? Exhausting, very tiring. Yeah, and not the goal, okay? Because then you're never at center. (laughs) You're just wearing yourself out. Another one that comes up for especially a lot of women, okay, because of the pressures that are put on us, is this either or work or family. Yeah, you think I can either have a career and work for my dreams or I can have a family and be a mom. But guess what? Like those two things are not mutually exclusive. But as long as we think as an either or we're jumping from either end of the seesaw to the other. Okay. And for me, both of those things, seeing that um, either or being one end of the seesaw or the other, I always picked my kids and my family, obviously, right? Because I didn't want to hurt other people, but I was hurting myself. And I just hung out on that end of the seesaw until it became unbearable. I'd jump on the other side, neglect them, jump back. Not a way to live. That's not balance. Okay. So sometimes these things that we view as polar opposites, we might be able to see that there is middle ground there and that we don't have to cut ourselves in two in order to meet both of those needs. So what has helped me in looking at these things that maybe, okay, like they're not polar opposites, not either or, you know, I start to think about that there's room in me for both of those things. Okay, we're getting closer to the center, closer to be able to actually create a balance between these two things that we feel torn, um, drawn towards. So you ask yourself, what is enough in those things in order for me to thrive? Okay, how much time do I need to be giving my family in order to satisfy that part of me? How much time do I need to be giving myself? How much self-care do I need? How much do I need to give to working and building my business in order to be thriving? When I ask that, what is actually enough Because as Alison Faulkner says, enough is a decision. It's not an amount, right? So we just decide, like, what's enough for me to actually feel that I'm getting enough? What is enough for me to feel like I am meeting those needs? And when I'm, I want to recognize as we're talking about this, that sometimes in our lives, imbalance is 
necessary and it does happen. Okay. For example, when you have a newborn child, whoo, yeah, you're going to be on that end of the seesaw, right? For a long while. Yes, that baby needs you. And it's okay if you're neglecting other things and you're not in balance for a little while. When you have a sick child, obviously, yes, like you do need to neglect your sleep and take care of the child. We know that there are times that imbalance is necessary, but we have to return to center or eventually we will fall. That's just how it works. Imbalance is not meant to be a way of life on either end of the spectrum. Okay, of whatever it is that you're trying to balance. Imbalance is not meant to be a way of life. So that is why, again, we say what is central? What do I value? Okay, when I was feeling torn between taking care of myself and taking care of my kids and I viewed it as like a polar opposite thing that somehow I needed to balance, it was exhausting. But when I came to my center... And I said, what do I value? I value my children. I love being a mother. I also have dreams and I want to build my business. Okay, when I know in my heart that those things are both valuable to me and not polar opposites, because guess what? I am serving my children by working for my dreams. I'm serving them. And I am a happier mother. <laughs> oh, I am a happier mother when I am also working on achieving my dreams. Otherwise, I smother them because I have all this energy <laughs> and I drive them crazy. So they are much happier when mommy also works. Okay. And I have asked myself, what is enough? How much time do I need to give my kids? How much time do I need to give my work? How much time do I need to give for my self-care? Okay? Being independent. Like how much freedom, how much do I need to be able to go off on my own? How much do I need my relationships in my life? When I ask myself what is enough, that helps me find center. Okay? When we go down either end, it is hard to come back to the middle. Okay? Am I making sense? Is this clear? So... Reminder that balance is something, it's not something we find. It is something we create. You are an active participant in your life. Oh, I feel I I do this too, but we get this idea of like, we let all the situations and the people in our lives, even the good things, to control us, to make our decisions for us. In the book Essentialism by Greg McKeown, I'll put a note in the show notes, um, he, he talks about how we need to ask ourselves in each moment as opportunities come our way and people are asking us to give them their time, our time and our energy, we ask ourselves, what is the thing I can do that will have the greatest impact? We can say no to the other stuff. We don't have to please everybody, okay? That's impossible. 
But when we ask, what do I have the greatest, Im- where can I have the greatest impact? That's knowing what we value. That's knowing our own value. And, and as we do that, we prioritize our own time because he says in this book that if you don't prioritize your time, someone else will. Even if it's someone that you really love, you're not going to be very happy with them over time if you're always letting them be the ones who make the decision about how you're spending your time and energy. Think in the long run. Are you doing those people a favor living out of balance for too long as a way of life is inviting disaster? It's inviting yourself to fall. Okay, another image that helps with this is to imagine life as this juggling act, right? We all have these balls that we're keeping in the air. Okay, know which ones you can drop, which ones are going to bounce that maybe aren't as important, and which ones are glass, okay, that if you drop those, there's going to be problems, right? Know what is central to you. Where is the center? What do you value? As you get clear on that, you always have something to come back to. As you're going about your day, going about your life, deciding what to do with your time, with your energy. And guess what? This is so cool, okay? Is that as you make this a conscious effort, as you actually make the choices rather than letting somebody else call those shots, okay? When you make the choice of how much is enough, When do I need to ask for help or for a break? How much of myself do I need to give to others? How much do I keep for me? Okay, as you make that conscious choice, something will happen inside of you. As you do this with more awareness and you're living more deliberately, you'll have so much more energy because you'll have taken your own power back. You'll have energy. You'll be able to do more things with that energy. It's the coolest thing. And then you have more to give to the people that you love. Okay, my family is so important to me. But when I lived on way on that other side of the spectrum of like nothing for myself, I kind of was like, you know that that um, analogy they use with to to help parents they're like it's like how you have to put on the oxygen mask first before doing it for your kid on the airplane okay there was a time in my life when I was seriously like hmm okay well I get that but how little oxygen can I get by on and I was living that way and I was exhausted I was resentful I was like angry at my husband (laughs) when I realized that I was sacrificing everything and that my job was just to make his job easier. I was resentful. I was unhappy. 
Not because it was something I had chosen for myself. It's because it's what I felt I had to do and that I couldn't honor myself, that I couldn't achieve balance between loving myself and caring and taking care of myself and achieving my dreams. I didn't think I had balance between that and others. Now, this can be anything in your life. I'm using this example because it is oh so familiar to me and I feel like a lot of women go through this. But there can be other things that you're trying to achieve balance in. But once again, remember that balance is not a stagnant place. It is simply a constant returning to center. Get clear on what center is for you. What do you value? Are those things really polar opposites? Is it really an either or? What's enough? As you get clear on that, you will be able to be an active agent in your own life and create balance. It's a constant shifting. My kids are a different age, so now that looks different than it did a few years ago, okay? It's a constant rearranging, which is why it's so good that balance isn't stagnant because when things change in your life, you're not gonna fall over. You have learned how to find center. There's a freedom that comes from it, and that freedom is taking back your power, and you will have more energy. Good stuff, right? Good stuff. Balance is something we create, not that we stumble on and find. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode three. I'm really, really excited about doing this podcast, and I am so grateful that you were here on this journey with me. Hopefully, you feel more free today just from listening so that you can connect to the things that matter most in your life. All right. I'll see you next time.